0: and welcome to Thousand Pound Best Friends Podcast. I'm Tina Arnold. Hey, y'all. It's Megan Crumpler. Hey, everybody. It's Vanessa Cross. And it's your girl, Ashley. We are the best friends from TLC's Thousand Pound Best Friends. And we're so happy to have you guys here with us today. For those of you
1: that have just started listening, each week, the girls and I will be hosting in-depth conversations about weight loss, health, and wellness. We're going to be speaking our minds, discussing our personal health journeys, and having real meaningful conversation about the things that are important to us. Before we kick off this week's topic, I wanted to check in with everyone and see uh, where your intentions were. How did you do with those from last week?
2: Well, I, for one, feel a little better about myself. I did my little silly affirmations. And I mean, I even wrote one day, your nose is beautiful. Because I was looking at myself in the mirror and I've got my mother's nose. It's big, it's bulbous. And I was like, "Uh," So I was like, okay, it's beautiful. And went and put makeup on started feeling better about myself. So I would say it helped me a lot being silly and being honest with myself.
3: I love it. You know, speaking of noses, I like unique noses. I just had to put that out there. Thank you very much.
0: (laughs) Thank you for sharing. You're welcome.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um, For me, I I feel like, you know, I know it's not going to be an overnight success when it comes to accepting myself. But as for my goals for the week, I feel like I nailed them. I I have been writing, you know, like right now my list is kind of small, but there is a list. And that's what counts, right? Right. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. So one day at a time, like I've said, one day at a time,
0: one hour at a time, one second at a time.
3: For
1: sure.
0: So my intention for the week was to try to meditate, you know, with something specific in mind. And that's what I've been doing all week. And it's helping me. I feel like it's something that I can just take from here and use every day for however long it takes. So I love it.
1: And for me, um, I said that I was going to kind of look on social media and just see, you know, look up quotes that I could use. And I just want to share one with you guys that I um, particularly like one day. Um, it says, You have been criticizing yourself for years and it hasn't worked. Try proving of yourself and see what happens. And it says Louise Hay. So I'm not sure who Louise Hay is, but that is an amazing, yeah. powerful quote. And I really just love that. It stuck with me dur- during the week.
3: Thank you, Louise yeah. and Ashley. That's good. You're welcome.
0: So, who would like to reveal today's topic?
3: Me, me, pick me. (laughs) Okay, everybody, are you ready? So, today's conversation topic is finding motivation. Ooh.
0: Yeah. That's a big one. That's (laughs) that's huge. That
1: is a big one.
0: All right. So, for me, having the know-how and then having the motivation to do the things that I need to do are two completely different things. So I'm curious to know how you girls find the motivation to carry you through to the things that you need to get done. What motivation? That's what i swear. <laughs> <where laughs> what is like, motivation?
3: Uh, <laughs> I, 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 for one, want to take my life back. That's the, been the whole purpose of this journey for me. You know, Looking pretty and feeling sexy is kind of on the back burner for me. Those are obviously important for me to feel pretty. But I have missed so much in my lifespan because of my disabilities and because of my health. And I want to be able to experience those things before, you know, whenever. So my motivation is just wanting to live life. I'm tired of living it through pictures. I'm tired of seeing other people do the things that I want to do. You know, that's one thing that's always depressed me is, you know, clicking on social media and seeing people live their best life. And it, and it, that's what I want to do. So that is my motivation. Just getting back my life.
1: I agree with you, uh, Megan. Um, although our journey's are different. They are the same and motivation doesn't matter whether you have to lose 10 pounds or 120 pounds. Um, I think for me, I let it, whatever my rock bottom is. So if it's I can't fit in my clothes anymore or I can't, you know, walk a mile without getting winded or going up 10, you know, uh, some 10 steps without getting, you know, winded or something like that um, or getting winded and want to change that around, I think those are the things that, mo- you know, motivate me. Um, now I think what's motivating me is wanting to start a family. You know, I'm getting to the brink here, really at the ledge um, as Dr. Proctor talk with me about. And I think that's the motivation. So it's like, I have to be met with that hard wall. It can't just be, oh, let me go work out because I don't care. But it's like something that I'm leading to to really, you know, mm-hmm. make me focus. And I think this time focusing on starting a family, I think has been one of the major motivating factors for me. So
3: it's like a carrot on a stick. <laughs> a carrot, yeah, on a stick. yeah. So you're constantly like chasing, just put that little well, absolutely you don't have to be a carrot it can be a it yeah, can be that's a, a wild reference it can be a brownie or a cupcake but put that, oh, well, I was cu- put to that say, cupcake on the stick girl put the, and chase that dream put the,
1: put the cupcake there it has to be from a certain bakery mm-hmm. and let me go out absolutely I love that but yeah uh-huh. so so for me that's what it is
2: Vanessa my real I would say motivation on all of this is to be normal I just want to be like Everybody else. You know, like you said, when you open social media and you see people doing fun things, I want to do that. I want to go to the store and not worry, oh God, is somebody going to say something to me or make me feel bad? I want to go clothes shopping and be able to go just to any clothing store and find something. So, my biggest motivation right now is getting up off of my tail, doing what I have to do in order to change my life. I've wanted to change my whole life, but I never did anything to change. Now I've changed completely and my I would say my biggest motivation is to be normal, to live a normal life and be accepted in society and everywhere as a normal person.
3: I could probably add to that I for you that. too. You know, you want to be your children, you know, you want your motivation. My kids
2: are my motivation, yeah, to an extent, but my main motivation is myself, the want I have inside of me. To be the woman I've always wanted to be is so important. And since I've lost a few pounds, I get more motivation, more energy, more uh, confidence in myself. So it's getting easier. But, like, my real true motivation is myself and God. I have to absolutely I have, I have it. To give it oh, all
1: absolutely. to God. <laughs> yeah. So, sometimes when you, let's say you're working out, or let's say you really want to choose a cheeseburger or a salad, I know it may sound crazy. You do have to, um, you know, sometimes rely on that inner faith to get you through. Yes. I mean, it, it, that's real.
0: Sometimes y'all are my motivation. Yeah, me too. I agree oh, I definitely
1: that. do. Because yeah. I, I really do use you guys as well.
0: My personal motivation, it's, it's kind of an array of things, because for me, I want to be able to go out and do certain things. Like you wouldn't believe it by looking at me, but I really like to do things that are active outdoors and, you know, having a sun allergy kind of makes it more difficult and being big makes it difficult. But I want to do things like skating and biking and running and hiking and doing stuff like that with my family. Yes. Um, so there's that part of it, but there's also the part of I want to get healthy from the inside out because I want to be here for my kids like my kids are still young I have my youngest is eight and then up from there she's 11 and so I still have a long way to go for them and I need to be able to be active with them Mm -hmm. so that's a big motivator for me I agree.
2: I love the fact that you said you want to ride a bike. You want to go hiking. You want to do th- That's what I'm talking about. That that's what I want more than anything. Yes, is... I want my
0: booty to fit comfortably in a kayak.
3: Yes, I love nice. that. Yes, but nice. I'll tell you what, you can keep the jogging to yourself. I'm my <laughs> knees are screaming at me right now, just even thinking about running. <laughs> but I'll walk with you. I'll swim say- with you. I was gonna say, keep the kayak to
1: yourself. <laughs> Lord, I ain't trying to flip I over and be say, stuck underwater. I was gonna <laughs> say, keep the hiking to yourself.
0: Oh. Mountain lions, no thank you. Well, this <laughs> brings me right into what are our biggest challenges when it comes to staying motivated? Oh, oh well, I've got tasty food. <laughs> we don't want to walk with the lions up the mountain. <laughs> right.
1: I'm just convinced there's a mountain lion that doesn't want me to lose weight. So I don't
3: like being steady. <laughs> just kidding. Okay. Well, sometimes that's that, that's a, that's a real
1: thing. I mean, yeah. um, you know, sometimes I don't know about you guys, but sometimes with, you know, once I'm, you know, staying motivated and you know I'm wor- working out and stuff. When you have, you know, rolls and stuff and sweat, mm-hmm. that can bring out rashes and things. You have to keep them because you're doing mm-hmm. so much sweating. You have to keep yourself dry as a as a bigger person. And that may be, you know, a deterrent, you know, from from working out. Like, yeah. Oh,
0: and God. if you sweat, and then the next step is, God, you got to exert the energy to shower, right? And dry you your okay. hair, yes, and, and dry dry your body.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh my heavens,
3: Hard. guys, we done, yeah. Yeah. We so, done. But those kind of things. People take for granted, honestly. You know, you know, feeling good enough to do those kind of things. Um, for me, some of the things that hinder me. Is my health. You know, I have pre-existing health conditions. I've been diagnosed with COPD. I've been diagnosed with fibromyalgia and whoever knows what else, you know, and I hurt a lot. So sometimes I just don't want to move because I freaking hurt.
1: Something you said made me think about that. So you're going, you're, you're doing your weight loss journey and you're moving more than you were before it also brings about pain. Mm-hmm. So let's say, you, you know, you started in about the, oh yeah, I forgot you're going through it now. So like, you know, maybe day five or day six into your plan or your, you know, whatever. Now you are in pain. And I know for me, I'm like, oh, I'll just sit, you know, I'll sit today out. Well, today turns into tomorrow, you know, and then I have to regain that motivation all over again. Right.
0: Yes, because it's, you know, a lot of people don't realize, especially if you're skinny and you're starting out with a new regimen, it's it's really difficult for us being so big because we already have the pre-existing problems in our joints and stuff like that. So like right now, I am in pain. Right now, sitting here talking with y'all, I have a tailbone injury from a two hour long water aerobics class, (laughs) y'all.
1: So water aerobics is dangerous. And
0: I have been trying to get out from under this for going on three weeks tomorrow. And I sure do miss that water. And I have not been able to work out for three weeks because I overdid it that first time. That's the
1: thing. I'm so glad you said that. Overdoing it, So sometimes we feel when we start on our goals, we don't start small. I don't know about you guys. Sometimes I'll just dive in it and think tomorrow I'm going to be 120 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> and that doesn't happen. And, you know, I'm with a gallon of ice cream because I, you know, I am I messed up. So that, it kind of goes hand in hand, overdoing it. Right. Because we overshot our goals. And then you lose your motivation. Girl, I don't know how you were in the water for two and a half hours. What well, well, about so a 30-minute
0: class? Well, no, it was, we were in the water for two hours. Tune we worked out literally lifting weights for 30 minutes before that. Yeah. Both classes were about 45 to 50 minutes long in the water. So why not do, we do just one class? Because we are we are not bright, Ashley. Can I just say <laughs> something? We were in the water yeah, and we didn't feel it until we started oh. to get out of the water. We totally expected to walk out of the water like, you know, skinny already. I know. Yeah. and. It didn't work that way. We just walked out with more pain. <laughs>
1: Tina is the overachiever of the group, guys. She gives it 125% every single time. I
3: was there, too. I did the two hours, and yes. it was a blast. And every occasionally now and then I had, you know, my lung problem, and I'd to take a second to, like, catch my breath. Mm-hmm. But I didn't realize how much... Work we were putting in until we we walked out. She walked out first. She said, "Oh Oh my god!" God. As soon as I stood up out of
0: that water, and she said, "Girl, what did we do?" Oh my god!
3: And yeah, (laughs) and we were gone. And we thought, "Okay, we'll recuperate in a few days." Nope. Tina has been suffering, and I think the only thing that's helped me is because I've been on steroids this whole time. Mm -hmm. So the steroids have helped the inflammation. Or I probably would be in her same shoes.
0: Yeah. Also, I'm lazy. Me too. I'm lazy, I don't like that word. Well, you, like you la- know what? Oh, you don't God. have to. I didn't, I didn't call you out for being lazy, babe. But I'm lazy. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to call Ashley out. Ashley's lazy, y'all. As hell. I feel
3: like lazy is, is a contribute of an underlying condition.
0: No. Oh, yeah. It's the depression.
3: Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. So, so depression, side of depression. Lazy is, is not just, oh, I'm just. Tiredness. You know, lazy. It comes with. Something that else is existing, whether it's depression, it can be a physical reason or it can be a mental
0: reason. Oh, it's all of the above. I'm but, claim a claim A through E. So
3: lazy is is not necessarily a negative word for for me. Like I mean, it's negative. I don't like people saying, "Oh, you're just lazy, girl." No, it's not about just being lazy. Like you said, you know, it's all of the above. Lazy is just a by, Is that the word byproduct mm-hmm. of? Something else that's pre-existing. I, I would agree it, with it, that. I was going to say, you know what? It's,
1: it's a very, symptom. It very well may be. For me, I define that as,
0: I would, but maybe tomorrow.
1: Or I'm going <laughs> to do it maybe tomorrow. That would be your depression. Be my
0: Procrastination, my dear. Yes, it is,
1: which is probably <laughs> also a form of undiagnosed ADHD. But, hey, I don't know.
2: Yeah, but, but I yeah. have trouble staying motivated, even though I'm not getting the results I want. I'm exercising, I'm watching what I eat, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do. Mm. Nothing's happening. I'm not losing But my, it is. So, so is that know. the
1: deterrent? Well, I mean, I, it's just hard to stay motivated, yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you, I'm a scale watcher. You're not supposed to be a scale watcher. Don't watch the scale. I'm a scale watcher. So of course that first that first week, you know, that you start back, you know, whatever, it's like boom, eighty four pounds gone in seven days. And I'm like, Yes, I can do it. Well, week two, it's like a half a pound. And I'm like, Oh, F this, let me go get a burger and it's like that will deter me mm-hmm. as well. So, you know, but you have those non scale victories, like, you know, your pants getting smaller, having more energy. I try to use those. Yeah. So so um you know, th- those are the ways I, I do the work around. That if I have more energy, because you know, uh, the imme- immediately once you start eating salad for two days, I don't know about you guys, but salad and water, and I get so much energy. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I try to use those non-scale victories to keep me motivated. You missed
0: a major non-scale victory.
1: That's
0: Pulling my underwear up without falling back on the bed. Yes, that that is. That How about is your underwear falling? That's off a stuffy. big one. Yes.
3: So what? Y'all, it's happened to me. My underwear's <laughs> fell down before. <laughs> yeah, because you, you oh lose weight. And I'm that like, is. I don't see the weight loss until I start walking. And then I'm like, it's around my ankles.
2: Oh am pooping.
0: My,
3: my panties dropped.
0: <laughs> all right, girls, I have a question. I'm curious after hearing all of this. So when you lose the motivation, and it's really tough to get up and do what you got to do, what do you do? What do you do to get back on track? Be well, on TV. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The whole so world's watching. After after <laughs> weeks
1: of preparing to motivate myself. Once I get into the ending stages of, you know, that preparation to motivate myself, like one day I just get up and do it. So like one of the I mean, I'm being really honest. So that day for me is literally don't laugh, literally tomorrow. It's always so tomorrow. All the No, listen, someday. So And so all the junk food, all that stuff, whatever, whatever. And I'm just like, I got to go for it. So I'm tired. It's weird. And I I hope, I don't know if there's a word for this, but it's like, I'm tired of um, eating the, you know, eating what I'm not supposed to be eating, tired of not working out, you know, I'm kind of feeling that slumpy feeling or whatever, you know, um, pants getting a little bit snug. I know what that is. And it's like, that's my boundary to step all the way back. That's so funny. I I I agree
0: completely with that. Me too. That's so so relatable.
1: Yeah, but it's hard to go from
2: happy go lucky. I do what I want. I'm living my life to now I can't live my life. Now you have to eat this, eat that, drink this, drink that, walk here, walk there. So
3: I have something to say about the whole thing. You know, you had brought up the scale, and I'm an obsessed woman too when it comes to the scale. Uh, I'm obsessed with the numbers and so I will get on the scale four or five times a day when I'm really trying Um, and I feel like it helps keep me in check because the moment I see I've gained two pounds and I'm like what did you do that day did you have too much salt did you do this but when I'm doing really bad once I've avoided the scale for days and I realize I'm avoiding it that's when I know like okay now I'm scared to get on the scale so a week or two will go by and I'll be like, I'm not getting on you. But once I get on the scale and I see how bad I've done, if I've gained three pounds, I'm like, okay, that's my motivation. Yeah. <laughs> Seeing those numbers go up, I'm like, I don't want to be a failure. I hate saying those words, but I can't fail at this. I refuse to fail at this. Yeah. I might have setbacks, Yeah. but I refuse to lose this battle. And
1: you know what? I'll, uh, that is a major thing to bring up because i've always looked at weight loss as a continuous line and it's really a roller coaster and it's going to go up and down and up and down until you get to the Absolutely. end even with the roller co- i mean it goes up and down and backwards and forwards meaning that like you said you're going to have setbacks so you didn't fail you had a setback and it's fat. We didn't put it on overnight, and it's not going to be gone overnight. We want it gone overnight, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but even you know whether you're losing it on your own without something like uh, surgery or weight loss surgery or whatever, any type of tool like that, um, or whether you're doing it with like weight loss surgery, it still does not come off overnight. And I think that I have to remind myself even to this day that it's not a straight line a continuous straight line it is a roller coaster and there are there are going to be days and times where you know um, you know I may be on a peak of losing 10 pounds in a week or whatever whatever that is or two pounds or gaining
2: two pounds or gaining two pounds and it drops and makes you, and I may yeah. be
1: in that valley where yep. I'm just like you know let me get a number one at the nearest fast food <laughs> joint even though I'm not supposed to and hopefully they don't recognize when you say um, number one Ashley I know what from, you're talking about she knows what me, I'm talking by about the way, guys that's
3: happened to us. Oh,
1: my God. I love it. We've yeah. Been, we've been please,
3: found out in the Please don't recognize before. me at the
1: fast food restaurants Honey. and embarrass me. I'm having a valley <laughs> moment. I,
3: have, can I, I was just going to say when we were at the food joint the other day and I was ordering something to eat, the woman looked at me and like, are you really getting that? And it wasn't a bad item. And I thought, I literally called her out because she was calling me <laughs> out. I said, are you really judging me right now? I'm the customer. Do not come for me.
0: So wait, it and was a is, worker?
3: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, she whoa. did. She looked at me,
0: and it wasn't
3: bad food.
0: But I was gonna say, you know, you talking about how weight loss is not a straight line, and it's more of an up and down. And it's like, you know, you may have you may have lost the battle, but you haven't lost the war. It. A lot of people don't realize that, especially if they're not on this journey with us. Yeah. You know, they think that it should be just straightforward, you know, cut and dry. You want to lose weight. You'll do it. If you don't do it, then you didn't really want it. Yeah. And that's really not the case, you know, because if it were that easy, we would all be thin in this world. Yes. Because nobody wakes up and they're like, well, I think I want to be fat now. Yeah. You know, it, it's not like that. If it were that easy and it were just a straight line, we'd all be there but this really is a war that we're fighting yeah. and it's a it really daily is. thing that we have to deal with.
1: Yeah, You have to, the a part of the motivation is literally waking up every morning and making a choice to do better than you did the day before.
0: Or making I mean, the choice not to. Right. You know, it, it's every yep. day is yep. a choice. You're absolutely yes, correct. It is.
3: You know, one thing that's been bothering me is I'm so focused on this two year honeymoon thing. And you know, I've been, it's always been driven in my head, you know, you only can lose weight once for two years. And then after that, you're Make, never going to um, get it off.
1: So can you explain this in this a little blurb? Can you explain exactly what you're talking about to somebody who okay. may have never had weight loss surgery? who's listening? Okay.
3: So when you have gastric bypass or bariatric surgery, um, they call it the honeymoon stage where your metabolism and all your, everything in your body works correctly. Um, And so losing weight isn't necessarily um, easier because if you don't do the work, it ain't coming off. But it is easier in the sense of, like, as long as you're doing the homework, it's going to fall off of you. But once the two years hit, it's supposed to be, like, back to your old. Your body kind of likes, wants to fight you on losing weight. And so with my two years coming up, creeping up slowly... It scares me, but I have to keep reminding myself it's not the end. It's just an anniversary, um, and you still can do it. You may have to work a little extra harder, but you can still do it. Not fight with myself with that.
0: Yeah, see, I don't like that. I don't like them putting that out there as you have a, a mark here and you have to meet that mark or else. Because for me, you know, I'm a really big believer in manifesting what we think. Mm -hmm. And what we hear and when they put that in your head and you're coming up against that wall and you aren't at the goal that you think you're supposed to be at at that point in time, you start to manifest what you think is going to happen. And like for her, it it kind of makes you lose the motivation to move forward how you should be because you think you're coming up against a wall. That's right. Exactly how I'm feeling right now. And I, so I really just I don't like that that so, so whole I, statement being told to people that are going through this. So what
1: I will say, um, and as you guys um, whether you've watched you know our show or not, um, you see that I in 2014 had uh, the gastric sleeve done. Um, for me, for the sleeve, it's the honeymoon phase is about a year for you to really kind of get in there. Maybe a year and a half. Get in there, do what you need to do. Um, if you do it right, then you you know you should be. Closer to your ideal weight, whatever that is. Um, I think they say that is you know, because the weight does come off, um, you know, kind of faster rather than slower after that. The healthy habits have supposedly kicked in, and you're dieting, exercising, and you're now the the weight lo- weight loss is slowed down. So maybe where you're doing one or two pounds a week. But even in weight loss surgery, you still have to have the motivation um, to do it. Um, and if you've seen the show, um, you've seen that I talk about my journey. And if you haven't seen the show, I do talk about um, my journey, having had weight loss surgery and having gained all of it back, um, and then some. And now I'm on a quest to lose. Lose, uh, lose the weight and lose it for good. Um, but but what you said, Meg, was completely important. I I mean, if I was in your shoes, you know, I would be fearful as well. But I think you've done, um, you know, not you know, trying to toot your horn or anything. But you've done amazing. Thank you. You've done amazing. You've done it, the work. I did. You've done b- the work. But
3: at the same time, like I still ha- need to lose another person. I've lost a person, but yeah.
1: I need to lose another one. But you know what? And but you wake up every day and decide to be mo- motivated. So um you know, so so when i say you've done the work you woke up for the last almost 2 years and decided that I'm going to make the next day better than the last and continue on my journey, even when it's been hard. So so.
3: y'all all all agree that I can still continue after the two years. Yes. And that's what I wanted to say.
0: What I wanted to say is you right now, I know that I know you and I know that you're seeing that wall in front of you and you're seeing that you're coming up on it really quickly. And what I wanted to say to you is bust through the wall because you can do it. The wall is not really there. It's, it's here in your head. So Bust through the wall and show yourself and everybody else that you can do it because you can.
3: Can I tell you what I just physically or mentally seen? The Kool Aid guy bust through the wall. There you go. Was That's what the you the need to do. Yeah. <laughs> oh oh yeah. yeah! Oh yeah!
2: <laughs> That's what you need to do is bust through the wall. Don't listen to the stereotypes. Don't listen to what people are telling you. Instead, listen to your heart. Listen to your friends. Listen yes. to us, girls, honey. You got this. Just because the world says after two years, that two years is your honeymoon phase. Just because the world tells you that, that does not mean that that's your life.
0: We Quit drinking that Kool-Aid.
2: Okay, we are above anybody (laughs) else in this world for the one thing that we have each other. If you feel you can't burst through that wall, come to us. I believe one of us big girls. (laughs) Help <laughs> you bust that wall down. Let's do and, it. J-
1: and just to be clear, the the your your surgeon, your doctor, is not saying that you won't lose weight after the honeymoon phase. I want to be clear for those that may be yes. um, listening. They are. The, the surgeon or the doctor um, Is not saying that What they what they have potentially said Is that the uh, weight loss will be slower Because the person is lost at that point Maybe 100, 150 pounds You can't continue and Within a year or a year and a half You will not continue to lose at that pace After, mm-hmm. ha- after having a tool done Such as uh, the bypass Or something like that So you will continue But they are not saying that the weight loss just stops I want to be very okay. clear on that
2: All I was going to say is regardless of what they say about weight loss surgery because everybody that knows knows that I'm looking into getting weight loss surgery that I want to have the gastric bypass as well so when I hear these stories it scares the crap out of me because I don't want to feel that way but I just I want to say we have to stay motivated and if you get to a point Megan where you feel that you can't bust through that wall baby come and
1: get me I love it
0: Well, this is great, y'all. We've hit on some really good things. I mean, of course, there's going to be much more to come as far as motivation goes. But when we come back from the break, we're going to be hitting up Ashley's mailbag.
1: I hope y'all are excited.
0: Welcome back to a Thousand Pound Best Friends podcast. I'm going to throw it over to Ashley now for Ashley's mailbag. I feel like this should have a separate tone. Ashley's mailbag.
1: Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> um, so, so first question, ladies. What's your dream vacation together? We already know Ooh, this. Oh, Jamaica.
3: Jamaica.
0: Yeah, but
1: anywhere together, but definitely Jamaica. Um, They like bigger ones and yeah. i like everything about and the makeup. weather is very beautiful all that great stuff so we definitely would love to go together there
0: i want to go and watch ashley and vanessa have a good time oh and i want to literally with the right? dolphins huh? so no what? no oh. don't take no. it there vanessa
3: <laughs> I, I, want, I want to be able to do the turtles and the, the not do them but how do you say it <laughs> Swim with the turtles, ah, turtles and swim dolphins. Swim with the turtles. Swim with the turtles and dolphins. Isn't that a
2: real? Thing? Do you swim with the turtles? I thought you just swim with the dolphins. You can no. swim. You
1: can swim with turtles. Oh. They they are they are in yeah. some. I don't They'll know snapping turtles. They'll bite. No, you. I, don't, I don't know, know about Jamaica, goodness. but they they do have
2: areas.
3: Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. do that and snorkel. Like absolutely I see crystal blue water. Yeah. Yes, only in my dreams right
2: now. I just sexy, tall, dark, handsome. Yeah, mine. <laughs> um,
1: I don't oh,
2: know if I can yeah, say
3: that, like,
1: that voice. Um, Second question. So what's something you wish you had known before having surgery?
2: Well, Megan, this is on me, you, and Ashley, because Tina ain't in the boat yet. Nope. She's paddling, but she ain't there yet.
3: Let me brew on paddling this one. Paddling backwards. Uh, uh, you know.
2: You, you, you want to you go? Yeah, mild? I don't okay. need any brewing. Um, you, you fresh. Something I wish I knew before surgery was the fact that you will no longer be able to drink a normal portion of any liquid Um, or eat food, and I probably should have done my research. Uh, People, if you're going to have the gastric bypass, please do your research ahead of time because... After surgery, I'm thinking I'll be able to pick up a glass of water,
3: just drink it normal. No, you're allowed one ounce, so two ounces. And I warned you, ounces, woman. Yeah. You just didn't pay attention. Exactly. But Everyone- you know
1: what? It's it's different. I'm gonna tell you. I was just say this. It's different from somebody telling you than when you experience it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people give you a lot of tips, and you can have it in the back of your head. But it's when you're going through it that you're actually using it, and you're like, oh man, this is what they warned me about. But I mean, nothing prepares you for it to, you know, be drinking less than a, uh, you know, newborn baby drink. Yeah,
2: that's what kills me. That's the one thing I wish I would have known before surgery, which is why I've told Tina. I have, I mean, I've talked Tina through every step after this surgery because I want her to feel as comfortable as I did. And even though it's discomfort, let me go ahead and tell the world, mother effers, I am so happy that I had the surgery. I'm ecstatic. My life has changed immensely. And Megan, what did you, what's something you wish you would have known before you had the surgery?
3: Well, obviously I know it's not magic, but, um, and I hate to count on beat, beat it with the, however you say it like. Beat a dead mm -hmm. horse. Yes. Mm -hmm. But because of my health issues and the medication I'm on it's kind of keeping me stumped and stalled a lot on steroids, and I didn't realize how much steroids were going to affect me in this process. Um, I just thought, obviously, it's not a magical pill. I knew I was going to put in the work, and I just wish... You would have known how hard it was after. After. It's freaking hard. It doesn't go away. It's not It's not a get out of jail free card. That's one thing that bothers me. A lot of people think, well, I'm doing it the natural way. Um, I'm not taking the easy way out. Baby girl, this ain't easy. Yeah, being if
1: being you... being sliced up like a uh, turkey is not the easy way out. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah,
2: I had someone tell me that that is the um, easiest way, like the cheat way, is having surgery. No girl, um, excuse me, having my stomach sliced open, half of it removed, and not being, I ju- no taking no, the
3: chance. That's of not, of not an easy liter- way. This literally is it's a rework. Yeah, taking the chance of not waking up first of all, and like. I believe this is the right
2: way because in the long run, the results will be so much better. Like, I'll never be 500 pounds again.
1: Absolutely.
0: What I think, I mean, I I can't speak from experience about the surgery because I haven't had it. But just because of being around all of y'all, I think what people don't realize is the mental work that comes with it. So it is the exact same as... Me working on my weight loss journey and y'all working on your weight loss journey because we have the same mental things that we have to overcome still even after you've had surgery. Yes. And it's still mentally and physically exhausting to have to constantly think about what you're doing or not doing or what you're putting into your body or not putting into your body. That part of it doesn't change. So that's the part that people think it becomes it's the easy way out. They think it's because those people think it's a magic pill when it's not. And they don't realize that you still have to put in all of that exhausting mental footwork. I
1: absolutely absolutely Mm -hmm. agree. Um, That's what I wish I had known. Um, And I always used to to tell people, they're like, well, how do you feel? You look good, but how do you feel? Um, And I would always say, well, I had surgery on my stomach, but I did not have surgery on my brain. I would say that a lot. And I didn't. Understand and know that aftercare, which, you know, after surgery care mentally is a real thing. And I wish that I had continued. The, so you know how yeah, you have your therapy sessions to get approved for surgery. I wish I had continued on my own. They're not required, you know that that is a self elected thing to continue therapy after having surgery. For me, I wish I had done that. I feel like that would have helped when I was feeling those mm-hmm. feelings, not being as motivated mm-hmm. after the sleeve, quote unquote, um, slowed down and the weight loss slowed down. I wish I had I had done that.
3: I can agree with that one hundred and eleven percent.
1: Me too. I agree. I think that me. I know for a fact that,
2: because it hasn't been long since I had my surgery, I know for a fact that I need more therapy. I need someone to talk to. I need some way because I used to be able to go to food to handle these emotions, handle these thoughts, handle things that come up in my head. Because I have very massive, weird, angry thoughts that come in my head sometimes. And in order to deal with them, I would eat. Now I can't eat or drink. So I have to look my therapist up
1: because I've got... While while you're in it, I would just, you know, I would recommend that, you know, if you're really, you know, feeling that way, Mm -hmm. that, you know, just, you know, have a session or two and see if that helps and continue it, you know, if you can. But I wish I had known that.
3: I think one thing that confuses me is because I compare myself to other people's portions and things like that. And people constantly will are you really eating that much? or and, and people don't realize, I'm not really eating that much.
1: Right, right. I'm
3: eating a normal portion. I, just because I don't eat three ounces like you do, Right. I'm still eating an average size. Definitely not half as much as I used to.
0: Hey, Megan, have I mentioned today? Comparison is the thief of joy.
3: Oh, I
1: like that. I like that. Comparison even, is the thief even of in, joy. And I you know don't want to get that. off too far, but even in weight loss groups, so I will say that, um, you know, you can't compare your aftercare journey to somebody's, nope. somebody else's. They are not the same, and they will never be the same.
3: I agree because I've had to start taking before when I take pictures of my food to like share with people. I've started taking pictures of my leftovers to say this is my leftovers, yeah, so that people. That. Isn't that ridiculous that I feel like I have to prove myself to people because they're like, oh, you have all that on your plate. Well, that's what was served to me. That doesn't mean what I. That's what I ate. Mm-hmm.
1: That kind of rolls us into the next question. How has being on TV motivated you guys? A
3: Ooh. lot. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. It's motivated
0: us not to fail in front of the world. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's yes. that right. a big yes. thing. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yep.
2: I would say, with or without the show, I was tired of my life, mm-hmm. I was sick and tired of being fat and tired. That's not mm-hmm. just a statement somebody came up with other than me. That is my statement. I feel full, or was it you? Anyway, I feel <laughs> that my feel it,
1: or was it you? But I feel
2: fully and completely that <laughs> with or without the show, I would have lost weight. But being on TV gave me more inspiration and more motivation because I wanted to help somebody else. I felt like if somebody out there sees me, sees my journey, saw my failure on Too Large,
3: and sees my success, maybe they can following my footsteps. I just want to write on that real quick, because I totally agree with you. As many as negative comments that there is out there, I have so many people inboxing me and saying, yes.
0: you inspire me. Thank yes. you so much for putting yes. your life out there. I know that I'm not alone. Y'all, that's so weird to me. I I, I don't mean to like jump in here and no, take anything from y'all, but I get those messages too now. And it's so weird to hear somebody tell me that I inspire them or that I motivate that them is, while I'm sitting yes. back here and I'm just living my daily life. And and it's not... I'm like, okay, well, you, I'm motivating and inspiring and I need the motivation and the inspiration myself. <laughs> right. How am I but, doing that? <laughs> but they inspire us. That's yes, true. And, you and, do.
1: And, it, and it's weird to see fans that are truly invested in us succeeding mm-hmm. yes I they, love it you know they they see the show they may not you know know us but they're truly invested right. so Keep... I think that, that keeps me motivated yeah
2: I want the world to see my outcome I really do Absolutely. I'm so proud of myself but it's not easy everybody my poor girls I've put them through hell
0: girls that was a, an amazing discussion I really loved that But I think that's it for listener questions this week. Let's touch on setting intentions for next week. So let's set our intentions for the week. Something related to finding motivation. Who would like to go first? Me, please. I'm going to beat Megan
2: this week. (laughs)
3: My eyes are rolling right now Just So so
2: my intention for motivation this week Is going to be Instead of when I wake up in the morning Going and sitting down And just doing stuff sitting down I want to wake up every morning And Let's see, to be motivated I think what I'm going to do is get up And just walk around my house That way I don't have to go outside I don't have to be in public I can have no makeup, my t-shirt Nothing naked if I want to And walk around my house, instead of just getting up and sitting down and watching TV, I want to walk, say, three minutes. I'm not even going to make it a big thing. Just every day when I wake up this week and see how it makes me
3: feel. You know, that's where I started from, just walking two or three minutes at a time to get my mobility back. Why about starting it it again? That could be years. I walk a lot, but... Mine is exercise, and even when I don't feel the greatest, I can exercise in the bed while I'm watching TV. And John? Or watching A Thousand Pound Best Friends. <laughs> she's, she's I could be... I am cheesy, girl. Is that your intention? No. I just thought i like to well, gonna, Okay. Well, we're going to...
1: Okay, wrong. so let me go. Um, I am going to start cooking this week, so... <gasps> I yeah. okay. For Y'all those of you
0: that? <laughs> that are not familiar with Ashley, she does not cook. She does not cook. No.
1: I'm a bachelorette. I don't know what to tell you. Um, so yeah, so um I feel like getting back to cooking my meals and I don't mind eating the same thing over and over again. I don't know why, but I just don't. Um it's healthy. I know what's in it, you know, mm-hmm. the cliche stuff. Um, but it also it'll help me, you know, save a little change in my pocket and I can watch what I'm what I'm eating.
0: And it'll motivate. I'm going to that, Ashley's yeah. house, y'all, this week. I'm, I'm going to go try Ashley's food. Woohoo! I'm scared. Why? <laughs> you don't know how to cook. I can.
2: I can cook. Candy, you? you just don't like to. I just hate cleaning up. I mean, this chick don't
1: cook. Sorry, don't
0: judge me. I've known people
1: known her over 30 years, and she
2: don't. All cook.
0: right. So setting my my intention. I have a really bad habit, y'all. I take the kids to school and I come back and I get right back into the bed and I go to sleep until about 12 o'clock. Oh, that's beautiful. (laughs) Until, because they get home at like 2.30. So I I lay in the bed. That's what I do. So I'm going to intentionally not lay back in the bed and I'm going to go and start cleaning the house when I get back. And then I'm going to see if I move on to exercise from that. Okay. I wonder if
2: by us waking up and getting active every day, if it will also help us sleep better at night. Yeah, mm. definitely. Yeah. So what's your intentions for motivation, yeah. Maggie? Um,
3: it's a little combined of all you girls. Imagine as usual. that. Same as
2: what Sh- she said last well, week. You're yeah, going you you you
3: first next week. Yeah,
1: she
2: is. I'm, I'm she so tired of stealing week. my stuff.
3: <laughs> <Yes>. Damn thief. <laughs> So for me, um, I definitely want to work out more. Um, I feel that I feel my best, even though, you know, it is totally true that you can feel bad, but if you make your joints move, it actually helps your joints. Yeah. So I want to exercise more because I want to, I just want to feel physically more, uh, productive. Yes. And then I want to organize I want to work on decluttering my life, and that means getting rid of stuff. Oh my god! And it's a long, it's a long you process. Have to, you might
1: have to break these intentions up. We say, little girl, you—that <laughs> is a huge mountain. Uh,
3: it is, but it's a start. It's okay, you start right. because okay. I so feel maybe one, like So, chaos, one or two things
1: declutter? Yeah,
3: it, it, with the chaos, you know, I want to clear out not just my mind but my mm-hmm. space. Absolutely, yes. um, absolutely. So those things, I and. Love that. You know, like you said, cooking. I want to start cooking better. I'm we... getting
0: behind that one.
3: Tina's been on strike.
0: <gasps> Tina, you are not on strike, You're on strike. She is on strike
3: because she's sick and tired My of being sick and tired. takes
0: me for granted. Mm-hmm.
3: And so we haven't been eating. Uh, <laughs>
0: <I'm sorry. laughs> because out of I'm eight so sorry, people y'all. in this house, it's, it's the way I'm Megan the only is. one that cooks. We haven't been eating. It's <laughs> been
1: a desert.
3: <laughs> um we, we have been eating out a little bit, but we be, we've been making good choices, but I feel like coming back to your roots and cooking in the kitchen yeah. is way better, not only for your belly, yeah. but for your wallet, too. Absolutely. So, yeah. I
2: would say, why don't up? y'all cook and give Tina the time off? You go and cook and clean. Can
3: you cook like Tina? You Nobody I mean? can cook like <laughs> Tina. oh, oh but, I was say, Except me. Okay, but I do make some things once in a blue moon. Right, oh,
1: this is hilarious. I know. I love guys, it, guys.
3: I'm serious. I know how to make hamburger bowls and taco she does. Bowls. They okay. are good. Okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's I might a recipe. recipe about it. So really good. That's <laughs> okay. it.
2: You brown
1: meat.
3: Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you were so rude. Let us know. And pickles, like, I could keep onion. going on my list, so I'm gonna save it for next okay. week. Okay, yeah. I yes. think so that we meetings. need to call that I'm a wrap. Ra- ra- okay, I'm a
0: driven woman these days. Well, I think that that's a wrap for today. We'll check back in with our intentions next week and see how we did. But for now, I thank y'all for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to a Thousand Pound Best Friends podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And while you're at it, leave us a review and tell us what you think about the show. Please leave a review.
3: Oh, and make sure it's five. Five
0: (laughs) Five-star review, baby.
1: The Thousand Pound Best Friends Podcast is produced by Forever Dog Productions for TLC. You can follow our show wherever you get your podcasts, and we'd love it if you could take a second to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts.